0: What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Bourbon, Buzz, and Ballin' podcast. We are your hosts, Colby and Dutt, and we like to talk sports, and of course, we drink a little bourbon, we like to rate a little bourbon, and we ordinarily get a little drunk while we're talking. <laughs> That's why it's called Bourbon, Buzz, bourbon and Buzzed and Bourbon, Buzz,
1: and Ballin'. That's yes, right. Uh, we got a good show tonight. We do. We do. You know, we got a lot, a lot of things going on. The NFL trade deadline was today. Exciting day. The World Series is going on. Football is is you know peak season right now, where you got the good matchups. That's so, right.
0: Getting down to the, getting down to the real nitty gritty mm, yep, yep, for yep, teams. We, yeah, yeah. Especially you got, college football.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's coming up this weekend. There's. Some got a big st- one. High stakes games coming a, up this a weekend. definitely so got a
0: couple big ones, really. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. So we'll talk about that when we get to the to the college football segment.
0: We always like to open our uh, our podcast with a toast. You we know do. that kind of sticks with the bourbon, ball right. balling theme. So right. you got a you got an opening toast. I, I,
1: I do. Uh, you know, yesterday was Halloween. We're, we're filming on Tuesday, uh, and yesterday was Halloween, and Halloween means it's uh, Coach Saban's birthday. And, uh, he turns Sweet. he turned 71 yesterday so 71 years doesn't young. look it still still going strong still still doing real good in, in, at uh, Alabama coaching you know I, I heard an interesting stat today that he's got nine of his former players wearing the Cs on their chest in the NFL oh nice yes yeah? because nice. Eddie Jackson you know and we'll yep. talk about the trade but uh, Robert Quinn got traded from the Bears to the Eagles. Oh, so that and Quinn was the, the captain right. okay
0: and it, so that
1: opened up a captain spot no, on defense sweet. and apparently Eddie was the second highest vote getter to Quinn when in the preseason when they when they assigned the captain so coach gave it to, to Eddie he he nice. found out right before kickoff nice that he was going to be the be the captain so that brought the the alumni to nine I thought that was a pretty impressive number that you got yeah. nine young men representing you know what you what you've taught them so coach Sabin, you know I'm a huge fan, obviously, and uh, want to wish him a happy birthday, and that's that's yeah. who I'm gonna toast to.
0: All right, happy birthday, Goat! You're still on top <laughs> of the the number one dynasty. We're still the dynasty. That's right. We're that's still right. the dynasty. We're not, we still control our destiny. Georgia's coming. Thank Georgia's yeah. coming. And don't, don't don't forget about Tennessee either. Well, I mean, come on, they they won a game. We're not gonna call them no dynasty. No, I, I'm not talking about
1: dynasty. I'm just saying. I got you. Uh, nah, we'll I mean, see, I don't um, even consider Georgia a dynasty. We'll I mean, no, I never considered one, Clemson a one,
0: dynasty. No, no, it takes more than one or two. You know, yeah. I think you have to string together a handful yeah, for sure. Give but me, give me a half a dozen, and I mean, a dozen we talked years. about that. That's a kind of an overblown topic too, a little bit. But I'm, gonna, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toast the Auburn Tigers. Okay, I, I did not see that coming. No, I want to toast the Auburn Tigers board of trustees. Okay, I want to. Do you thank, trust the board of trustees? Well, as a Bama fan, of course <laughs> I trust them. I'm a little disappointed
1: because <clears throat> I didn't want them to fire Harson.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, I don't think the guy got a fair shot. But let me just say, trustees, thanks for making Auburn the laughingstock <laughs> of the SEC.
1: I see what you did there.
0: You know. I'm not a fan of Auburn stinking it up, honestly. No, because no. the Iron Bowl, when it's relevant, it's, it's, it's a fun game.
1: Yeah. We've said it on previous podcasts. Yeah. You know, we want Florida to be relevant. Right. We want Tennessee to be relevant. Right. We want LSU, Auburn, Florida it's, State, Miami.
0: It makes for a better product. And it's no fun for our, our games to be a foregone conclusion. But, you know, I do enjoy just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit – Auburn's fan base, the elitist fan base that they are, I enjoy watching them get screwed by their band of boosters that are running that that program down so, there. So, so
1: your 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 hats off and a cheers into. It's a backhanded
0: to... <laughs> compliment. It's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> All right, well. I mean, I'm just yeah. It's you, they're never happy with any coach. Nah. You yeah. Know. yeah. So so you know if you guys want to keep turning things over here's to you trustees at Auburn we we do toast you. There you go and and, and happy birthday coach. Happy birthday coach.
1: That's All good. right well we like to go from the people we uh, are toasting and honoring
0: to the people that we consider to be the scumbags of the week. Well what you what you sipping on first? We oh yeah okay a, okay yeah.
1: Tell everybody I, what, I what, we, little...
0: what we getting tipsy on.
1: I, I got I lucked out and uh, just happened to walk into the ABC store on the
0: right day and got some Buffalo <laughs> Trace. So, I'm, I'm that's like every other day. Yeah. yeah. You got a you got a good chance of walking <laughs> in and catching something good if Actually, you're there. No, no, I'm just kidding. I know I know. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I I, uh,
1: I love some Buffalo Trace. Best $30 in my opinion, best $30 bottle of bourbon you can buy. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it's a good one. So, and it, it it's good just enjoying
0: it neat. So, that's right. So, Buffalo Trace. How about you, man? I I am on this old Forester kick now. Old Forester's really well, yeah won me over. It, so, it's, uh, it's been impressive. <coughs> I must say, I, I it it way exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, this is the 1910 old fine whiskey. Yeah, I think we rated that one a neat. Uh,
1: yeah, that's the that was my second favorite one to the states to the Statesman. Yeah, but that is a very good one. Very yeah, good it is.
0: One. It is good. High class, I like
1: it. Yep. Highly yep. recommend that whole that whole whiskey row series and the Statesman, and uh, we hope to find some of the unicorns and yeah. get those on here. But uh,
0: the ones we've tried so far,
1: other than their entry level, their twenty one dollar bottle, I actually uh,
0: found a bottle of Birthday um, online for MSRP, mm-hmm. and I think it's six hundred and some change. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm considering it. Okay. I'm considering it. I hope my mom and dad don't watch this podcast. Might, might be it might be a Christmas present from mom and dad. Could be, could be, <laughs> you never know. Not in the Zick house, man. <laughs> That's a big Christmas present. Christmas, <coughs> birthday,
1: Father's Day, you know, yeah. all of the
0: above, Easter. Yeah, that would probably take up a good couple years worth <laughs> of presents for me.
1: Okay. All right, well I got a little a little <coughs> premature with the Going to the scumbag of the week. Forgot right. To, forgot to talk about what we were sipping on for the opening toast. But uh, my scumbag of the week is a future Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> He's also a current whiny bitch.
0: He is a whiny bitch. Uh,
1: takes zero accountability for anything going on. Has zero leadership skills. Zero. And all he wants to do is... Complain about not having any weapons, and of course I'm talking about Mr. Rogers up in Green Bay. You know, he made a comment this past week that people in society have a hard time hearing the truth. Mm. Hello, Pop. Meet Kevin.
0: <laughs> he has a hard time looking himself in the mirror. Yeah, I
1: mean, look at look at Brady in his New England days. What weapon did he have? He made those weapons. He, Less he, than Aaron Rodgers oh. did by a long shot. I mean yeah, my Giants lost this weekend, but who's Daniel Jones been having to throw to all year? I mean, right. If you're an elite MVP, Hall of Fame quarterback, you should be able to fl- throw to the cheerleaders. Right, right. right. You know, and, and make them – well, you I mean, should. they already look good, but well, make I them mean, look <laughs> – You should look...
0: be bringing the level of your receivers up. Yes. Yeah, because so you're just... throwing them open, you know. You're, you're throwing them into positions where – so, yeah. where they can make those catches for yes, sure. I, now now I, I admit there's been a lot of drops and a lot of learning. Well, but that's also on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because for, he wasn't there for them during training camp. Exactly. Yeah, I know
1: you're a vet. You don't need it. You 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 know the playbook inside and out, but you've got brand new receivers that you want to get on the same page right. as you, so
0: you gotta build a rapport with suck them. Suck
1: it, suck it up, show up and and get that connection. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just he's my scumbag of the week. There was there was a few. I mean, there was plenty to choose from and I'm pretty sure I know who you who you chose. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and they were the reason I didn't choose them was because I knew you would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that but, was a uh, foregone conclusion. Why don't you go ahead and talk about old Sparty?
0: Yeah, my scumbag of the week's gonna be the Michigan State Spartan football program. I don't know that I'm gonna I don't know that I'm gonna shine the spotlight on the coach. Male. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to blame Tucker, but, you know, Tucker was – hey, man, he has just a bad posture on the sideline during that ass whooping. But, you know, there were eight players on camera. Four were suspended. But I did see later tonight on my way here that four more were suspended. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so I knew about the four. Eight. Okay. So we are up to eight. Um, obviously, you know, Harbaugh's made a statement. And, you know, that – it's been like this. That tunnel has been like this. Now, yeah. me and and my 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 friend Brian, another Michigan man, you know, we talked about maybe they need to put a plexiglass up between them. And
1: right, because it's not know, a very wide hall,
0: though. It's not a wide. I mean, hall, what, what is but, it? Maybe four people wide? Maybe six people at the most? Yeah, I think.
1: I mean, I I think when think you're in, you could when walk
0: arm in arm, maybe five people. When wide, you're full max. pads,
1: yeah. I mean, it's you know, I and I'm glad you brought that up because I, I did want to. You know, that's two weeks in a row, you know, because yeah. Penn State, there was a little bit of an issue. I mean, they, at the least, Michigan needs to stay on the field and let the visiting team get in the locker room before they even leave the field. Yeah. Until they figure something out. And they
0: shouldn't have let these two guys kind of go in rogue right. on their own. Right. I mean, it's, it's a bad look all the way around. It's a great, it's a great venue. It's a great tradition. Yeah. Um, Michigan, Ohio State have really never had these kind of problems and you would think they'd be the two to they've had confrontations but it's always been kept you know just confrontations just a lot of yelling and and jockeying back and forth. I think they had
1: some like pregame on the field. Oh yeah, definitely uh, but, some uh, on the
0: field stuff.
1: But no, I mean this 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 incident. I mean, you, they're very well could be. I mean, there's going to be
0: some criminal charges. I mean, for you're sure. talking
1: swinging a helmet that 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 could be considered a deadly weapon. Yeah, I mean, Michigan's
0: you. probably lost their starting cornerback to concussion over this. So.
1: And he was the one. Wasn't he the one that made the interception to kind of yeah. seal the game? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 horrible. You hate to see that in sports. I know you know you're these these young men are out there and they're they're being coached to be savages. Right. For 60 minutes and then they have to be able to turn that light switch off, which it ain't always easy to do. I mean, we we yeah. both been competitors in our life, sure. and that's why I think part of it falls on in this instance, Michigan needs to do something about how the two teams, yeah, I mean, it's, it's and enter and leave the field. Definitely
0: going to have to change some of the procedures for sure, and that's that's the unfortunate thing. But, right. But yeah, Michigan State's my scumbag man. I, Sparty, you got they got they got handled really easily, a lot more easily than the score showed. Right.
1: Well, and that's the thing. And I mean, they, when, just, they if were you want, just if you want if you want to
0: take it out on them, take it out on the field. Right. Right. You know, you obviously couldn't
1: handle it there, so you resorted to cowardly
0: jumping gang, on just ganging you know, up on gang some guys, ganging them man, and
1: was, uh using weapons and yeah there's no place for that and i you know i hope those guys never get to play football again in college you know mm-hmm. that you you got to set down some ground rules yeah, that I that mean, is it's gonna,
0: definitely going to be there's attorneys that have already been hired so oh, yeah. there's definitely going to be some criminal charges with the use of the helmets and the, the kicking and yeah so i mean they're going to have to suffer the consequence. I don't know that i agree with you know hope they never play again but you know honestly i mean well, i mean it's mean, it, the message that really needs to be sent they
1: they need to be the the sacrifice for the rest of the players to yeah. know that that type of behavior <clears throat> excuse me not acceptable is not acceptable yeah and not any form of fashion. you know it's kind of <laughs> like we were talking about storming the field and you know they should have to forfeit the win i mean you go some some of these things in today's world without drastic measures it ain't going to change right so so, you know, yeah. I'm all for second chances, but I think sometimes also. True words. You got to make man. examples. So True words. So All right, those are our scumbags, uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers and, and the Michigan State Sparties. The Sparties. So, we'll see who comes up next week <laughs> as our scumbags. Not going to be you know, hard, you know. We like... haven't struggled to find one yet. Usually I got to narrow it down <laughs> from two or three. Enough talking about scumbags. Let's, let's come in hot. Let's do it. World Series Game Three. Game Three. It was supposed to be last night. I know, but they got rained out. Series is tied one-one. Philly stole the first game, mm-hmm. and then yeah. uh, the Astros bounced back. Now these next three are in Philly. Yep. Um, so,
0: what you think? I mean, I I think the uh, I think the rainout favors the Phillies. I mean, I think the Phillies are going to be able to reload on a pitching staff. Pitching gets a little more rest. And I mean, they're... I think we talked about it going into the series that that was a big question mark for yeah, they, Philly. Yeah, they weren't quite as deep. They weren't with as their deep starters. with their staff, and now they get that extra day rest, which allows r- allows them to rearrange their staff. You'll, mm-hmm. I think, you'll see Aaron Nola go, and then Ranger Suarez is going to be allowed to come in on the back end. Right. So, I mean, I I think it helps the Phillies, and now. Whether or not the Phillies can keep up with the Astros' firepower, you know, and of course it does help Verlander. It gives right. Verlander There's an extra Verlander day, but day. Verlander struggles in the postseason. Of course he didn't. In, well, he he didn't early. He was cruising. He was cruising, and then but he struggles in the postseason. He, yeah. He's not the same JV that he is in regular Just, season. Yeah, so this is true. I mean, I, of course I, he's he's getting up there in years. Sure. So I mean, thirty nine, I think, but, isn't he? Thirty eight, thirty yeah. nine.
1: He may actually – he's either 39 or just turned 40. Something know. like that. He's but anyway, there. yeah, I mean, so the deeper <laughs> that team goes, that's just more more innings, more pitches on that arm, and mm-hmm. it, it makes it harder on him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I kind of like the Phillies to, to pull this upset. I'd like to see him do
1: it. I, I don't want to see the city of Philadelphia burn to the ground, but <laughs> – but well, I maybe would, there's
0: parts of Philly that need to maybe <laughs> maybe need to burn so they can revitalize. Them. But I, I I
1: would like um I would like I'm, I'm pulling for the Phillies in, yeah. in, this, in this matchup. And I, I wouldn't mind seeing it, you know, go six or seven games, you know, make it a nice entertaining, maybe even come down to a game 7 back in Houston. Yeah. Sure. So. Well, the uh the Brooklyn Nets. I almost call them the New Jersey Nets because <laughs> when I was that's, growing up in Jersey, that, that's, that's where what, they were. That's What they were. But uh, the Brooklyn Nets. They they're saying it was mutual, but uh, they parted ways with Steve Nash, and uh, you know they were off to a two and five start to yeah. the season. Weren't There looking,
0: was talk in the summertime they were trying to get him fired. Well, anyway. yeah, Durant. You know, Durant. You was. know he
1: was trying to hold out to kind of force the upper management's hand. Right. The, the owner was like, "No, this is my coach. This is my GM." Well, coach is no longer, them. and supposedly they are already lined up to sign the suspended
0: Celtics coach. Oh, yeah, no.
1: Yeah, the uh, Ime Udoka, uh, who, he was an assistant with the Nets hmm. before he took the Celtics job. So, you know, he was the one that uh, had the inappropriate relationship with the, I think it was the Travel the lady that booked all the travel for the for the team or whatever. Yeah, they, they suspended him for the year, but apparently, as long as the Celtics say it's okay, he's free to
0: right. sign with another team. And uh, and apparently, I, mean, I don't I don't think it's gonna matter No. I mean, I think their I think their roster, even though they do have, in my, arguably, in my opinion, the best player, Kevin Durant, right. Well, but Kyrie Irving is just—he's well, a—he's a, another one that could have been a candidate for Scumbag of yeah, the Week with yeah, his anti-Semitic
1: sure posting and he's a clown. He is. I he's, mean, he's weird. He's last different. year it was the whole COVID thing. You know, uh, he wasn't going to get vaccinated, so he wasn't going to play. And now he's on these rants, and he just—he's—he's he's unique. Yeah. <laughs> now <Nah, laughs> I mean.
0: In the end, I don't care what coach comes in unless he's just a magician. It's such a it's such a flawed roster. Was not no defense. No it's, defense. It's all no defense and there no chemistry. No. Nah. No chemistry with that team. Nah. No. Nope. So so whatever. Whatever. Well, I, I'll tell you one team that's got chemistry.
1: The Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks, yeah. They're yet to lose a game. They
0: got they got a they got a certain Element. The there, fr- chemistry. the Greek Freak. Yeah. The Greek Freak. Yeah, they of course, you know, they won it all. I need to go it? to a I need to go to a Hornets game to see him in person. Yeah. That should be a that should have been a bucket list would, item to see him in person. That would be a good one to go see. Yeah. Yeah, he would be fun to watch.
1: And then uh on the complete opposite of that, the Los Angeles Lakers, they finally won a game.
0: Yeah, and they celebrated big time with that one first victory. I mean, they were, they were going nuts okay. like they'd won a championship. I mean, that's just it's a little embarrassing. And
1: then one other, one other thing that came out of the NBA this week was uh, the 76ers lost next year's second round pick and the following year's second round yeah. pick for tampering. But right, second round picks usually don't even make it. In no, the NBA. That's, so that's... you know, there again, it goes back to what I said a little while ago. When you don't you know like the NFL finding these billionaire owners you know a couple hundred what, thousand what what equates to in their pocket 10 bucks right and now you know take away two second round picks which probably wouldn't even be you know,
0: G league players right they would be definitely be players in the g league so or developmental players for sure so it's like might be 3 years before yeah, you even I mean, see them on the court
1: A little slap on the wrist right so it's it's not going to it's not going to make anything different you know, you mentioned uh, Auburn and and Harson.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we probably should talk a little bit about coming in. You know, in this segment about Harson. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just at least briefly touch on on the the coaching the list that are yeah. being thrown around. Yeah.
1: So, what what names have you been hearing? Well,
0: naturally, you know, you're hearing Dion, Coach Prime. Yep. You're hearing Hugh Freeze. Yep. You've heard Hugh Freeze's name mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple of other OCs. I've even heard, uh, golly, I can't remember his name now. He was a former DC for Bama and Auburn. Steel, Steel. Kevin, Kevin Steele's name, and then of course I, I actually read this afternoon, Urban Myers. Really? Yeah. No Urban way. Myers. He's so
1: scared of Nick, he would never come be Nick's rival.
0: Well, even even that, none of this, again, like I mentioned in my toast, none of, I mean, none of this is going to match up with the. He left the Florida. Auburn he boosters. left Florida
1: because of Nick Saban, and you think he's going to come to Auburn? I would nah.
0: love for him to go to Auburn. That would really get to beat him every year. Be interesting. Now,
1: nah, the other, the only other names I heard was Kiffin, of course, but I yeah, I think Kiffin, yeah. I think Kiffin, Kiffin I think. wants to be the next Alabama coach.
0: I do, uh, funny you mentioned that. That's going to come up later in our oh, okay. show. Okay.
1: Okay. And I don't think that he would jeopardize that opportunity think so, by either. taking the auburn job.
0: That's good. And then uh,
1: also uh recently fired Matt Rule. I heard I heard I, his I name and I actually it. think that that would probably be a, a real good fit.
0: Either way Auburn's Auburn, you know, new new AD, right? And the president, I mean, you guys you guys might as well not do the hiring. You might as well just <laughs> let the boosters do the hiring because it'll be an all out witch hunt. Well, if they let Bo Jackson hire it, it's going to be Coach Prime because yeah, that's that's who Bo that's wants. Who Bo want. Well, you know, Cadillac Williams is the interim coach. Oh, I was know that. I thought, yeah, Cadillac. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure he was announced as the interim coach. Okay. Oh, that's a pretty good, little interim coach. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know how good of a right a coach he is. I mean, but I that's I think a he's, good I name he for started all of them.
1: out in the NFL as a position yeah, coach sure. and yeah, just to just to f- kind of finish up on the horse and he had a nine and twelve record in, in the one and a half seasons that he was there and a 15 million dollar buyout to yeah to go find another job so that's all i had in coming in hot what about you
0: oh uh, that's that's it that's it i mean you we touched on everything yeah okay well let's jump into the nfl
1: and <coughs> uh like i mentioned earlier it was the trade deadline so i just wanted to kind of Highlight some of the the bigger trades that that went down. Yeah, it was it was a nice trade deadline. I, you know, I've, if I had to rank, rank some winners, you know, I would probably say uh, the Ravens. Yeah, getting Ropon Smith and uh, didn't really. I mean, they gave up a second and a fifth, and I know they got they still have to sign them. You know, to I was a
0: little perplexed by that trade. Yeah, I mean, I, I I thought that was a
1: good <laughs> one. I thought the Dolphins did good getting Bradley Chubb. From yeah, Denver.
0: yeah, that one's that one's weird to me too. I you mean, know, they gave,
1: I, they gave up a first, a fourth, and Chase Edmonds to get Chubb and, and a fifth back, and uh, you know, <laughs> they had, they had the
0: draft cap though. Well, you know.
1: you know, they traded the, their number one a few years back to San Fran for uh, trade, so San Fran can move up and get Trey Lance. They got three first round picks out of that trade. One of them they used to trade up to get Jalen Waddell. One um, of them they used to trade to Kansas City to get Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and one of them they just traded to Denver to get Bradley Chubb. So they turned those three first-round picks NBA. into Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and Bradley Chubb. It's good
0: moves. I mean, you gotta, you gotta. Well, done. the buff, Buffalo. Buffalo's gotta gotta feel a little bit of the heat. Yeah. Because I mean this this right here rounds out their team. Yep. I mean, you know, that's why they, they
1: they had to go and do it. Because they're chasing Buffalo and Josh Allen. They're chasing Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. Right. They had to get better pass rushing. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't, their back end I has still been struggling
0: because of the lack be, of pass because rush because of the time they have. Yeah, to keep so up. so now they.
1: You know, I still, I still would put them third behind those two teams I just mentioned. I still think Buffalo's the class of the East, even though Miami beat them, but that was in like 120 degree sauna.
0: <laughs> man, I don't know, man. I I really like the Dolphins' offense. Uh, I mean, they can Tyreek, score with anybody. They can Jaylen score with anybody. Waddle, and well now with
1: Bradley Chubb. Well and they also made a, a, a kind of a uh yeah. off the radar move and got yeah. Jeff
0: Wilson. Yeah, if he stays healthy. So now uh,
1: coach McDaniels has got his two running backs from San Francisco right. and Mostert Moster and Wilson, Wilson. And they get rid of Edmonds, who really hadn't done anything. You know, they threw him in uh, with uh, the, he didn't the really, Chubb deal, yeah, he, really he never didn't did out. Yeah, I mean, he—I thought that was going to be a good signing I did. because I think he, everybody he, did. he did good in Arizona, but yeah, he, he didn't really do anything. You know, you mentioned Buffalo; they—they they did a small little deal.
0: Yeah, and I didn't
1: really understand—I don't what what the Colts were, were, were getting out of it.
0: No, I mean, they gave Hines up for for Zach for, Moss. Yeah, for and I think a nothing sixth. really.
1: I think it was a sixth. Let me see; I've got it listed it's, here.
0: it's, I mean. You already had a pretty decent yeah. backup to Jonathan Taylor, Yeah. and Naheem Hines brings a whole nother level that Zach Moss doesn't bring. Right? Yeah, I, I did that trade. I completely. But the, at the same time, I really don't see that helping Buffalo because Buffalo doesn't utilize their running backs. Well, but it does give the It does give Josh Allen.
1: Maybe now Josh Allen could. Dump it off to Hines instead of running he's, and taking the hits. He's not
0: a dumping pass. Well, but though, if he know? wants
1: a nice long career, he might want to start thinking well, about I, it. I mean, look listen, at Big Ben. I you understand know?
0: that, but that's—I mean, he—he he pushes the got, field. Well,
1: you know, sometimes—and it's like Tua. Sometimes a quarterback has to learn new skills and sure. traits if they want to have I mean, a long career in the NFL. Josh
0: Allen's always in the top percent of average depth of pass. Mm-hmm. You know, in the NFL, so I mean, it's not like he's a—he's not really a, you know, a safety valve type guy. It was a kind of a perplexing trade to me. I mean, I thought you drafted—you drafted Cook, yeah. who can catch he was, the ball, he was very and, similar to Hines, yeah, yeah. extremely to similar. To you now know, you've pushed him back. To me,
1: the Bills brought in a running back to kind of. It's like the other two. Yeah, yeah. Devin still have. Singletary's
0: having a good year. Yeah. And and
1: Hines and Singletary to me are about the same back. Yeah. And and, uh, not Dalvin Cook. What's his brother's name? James Uh, Cook. James Cook. So now you got three of the same. And then the Colts get rid of their third down little change of pace to, to Jonathan Taylor. And they bring in Zach Moss for what?
0: that trade that trade didn't make sense to yeah me. when I saw that one I was like
1: that doesn't make any sense another one that shocked me just because I n- never saw
0: it coming was right. the falcons
1: trading Calvin Ridley
0: yeah that one's under the radar I mean I mean dude just made a couple of bets man and he's like yeah. ostracized like he's some sort of what's The massage therapist, right? Abuser, you know, I mean, I'm like, God almighty,
1: it just and it was while he wasn't even on the active roster. Yeah, it doesn't, it
0: doesn't, it it does the crime doesn't fit the punishment to me. me Now he's being dealt to the Jaguars, but whatever. I mean, and the Jags,
1: though, they paid, you know, they gave up a – the picks are going to be conditional based on if he's reinstated at the beginning of next year. If the Jags are able to sign him to a, a a contract extension, but it could turn into a second and a fifth uh, for the Falcons. So it was a good trade for the Falcons, you know, to get that. Sure. But, um, let's see what other trade. Oh, did we talk about?
0: I was about to no. say, did we talk about yeah. your Vikings? I was waiting for you to get to them. Yeah, yeah I like that trade. I yeah. Like well,
1: it. you know, I heard about the trade before I heard about Irv Smith being out eight to ten weeks. Right. High ankle
0: sprain. So it was a it was a trade of need plus
1: probably an upgrade
0: yeah I think I think it's an upgrade I mean I think Hawkinson is a, is a top five tight end if he's factored into the offense I mean yeah. he's got the skill set so of course the Vikings you know they yeah, gave but, up a
1: second and a third yeah, that's, that's, yeah it was a pretty cheap. hefty price uh, for Hawkinson quick. but you know he's easily a, a top 10 tight end in the NFL. And now, you know, with Kirk Cousins, you know, maybe he even becomes a, a top five or six. Yeah,
0: he's got the potential to, to do that. The Vikings like to like to use their tight end. I so. tell you, the
1: Vikings offense is, is yeah. looking good, you know, mm-hmm. with Dalvin Cook. Uh, then you got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, and now you add Hawkinson, Hawkinson. to the mix.
0: Good old steady Kirk Cousins. And you
1: know, your Vikes only lost one game so far. So I mean, yeah, it's...
0: yeah. But you know, I'm a, Vi- I'm, you know, I've been a Vikings fan for life, and so I'm just waiting for the shoe to fall. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's just the way of the Vikings. I mean, we always find a way to, to choke somehow. So we'll see. See, so,
1: yeah, enough if, if if I'm grading or, or, declaring winners, you know, you you got the 49ers trading for CMC. Yeah, that, that's that's that's. That's a win. That's a win
0: for that. I, I, offense. I, I like
1: Roquan going to the Ravens.
0: Yeah, that's a W for the Ravens. Yep, I like Hawkinson to the Vikings. Didn't really see the Claypool to the Bears. Um, no, nah, I mean that one's – The Bear, the Bears. I'm, I'm head scratching on the Bears. I mean, you yeah. got to me Roquan Smith is is a huge. Yeah, you're gonna block. get rid of him,
1: and then you're gonna bring in a wide receiver. I mean, I, that yeah that. The Bears, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of what they did. I wasn't a fan of of the Bills and Colts, like we already talked about. I do like what the Dolphins did, both of them. Even the Jeff Wilson, I think that was a, a sneaky good trade. Uh, and I like the Jags going out and getting a wide receiver, you know, because they, they're not going to be in it this year anyway. No, no. So now, they, I, now they've got Ridley I think next. Christian
0: year. Kirk is not a one, right? I think they see that, and Calvin Ridley can come he in and be the one. Is, and- yeah. And and Christian Kirk can can compliment Ridley. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like about that deal is I wish my Giants would have done it. Yeah, because <laughs> they need some wide
1: receivers.
0: Yeah, I mean again, the Packers, the Packers do nothing. You know, and you had you had multiple wide receivers being mentioned, right? And they did nothing. Yeah, because Cooks was out there. Jerry yeah, Brandon Judy, Brandon Cooks, Jerry, Jerry Judy's Judy was name mentioned. was being
1: mentioned around.
0: Uh, I cannot believe Brandon Cooks. Did not get dealt. I know. I mean, that's hey, that, you talking about a guy that's being disrespected? A 1000 year receiver every year. Disres- it seems like he
1: gets traded every year. And
0: and it seems like nobody wants him. And he produces. Yeah. He's a good wideout. Yep. Yeah, I feel it's, sorry for the for, I for the man. I you know, do he too, because keeps... he's he's been a consistent producer. Well, that's you know, and only so that's the trade. That's the trade. Yep. You know, we you know again we got the the Eagles still leading the way, seven and. 7 and, Seven and zero,
1: and and that whole NFC East. Uh, yeah, even Washington now with their win this weekend, they moved right. to four and four. So yeah. and they're they're in, they're in the cellar, four and four. And then you got both the Giants and the Cowboys at five and two. Right,
0: Dak looked Dak looked good.
1: Yep, Dak looked and good coming you got, back. Got the Eagles up up top. So that, that division and it, and so to me, the two East divisions are are the best top to bottom divisions in football because in the AFC East. You got uh, the Patriots are in last at four and four. Right, so right. So they don't
0: look they don't look bad.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't I, think they're a playoff team this year. No, but, I don't
0: think so either. I think they're on just on the outside.
1: But both of those both of those divisions are you know everybody's at least five hundred or better. You know you can't say the same about the NFC South, who mm-hmm. you got one team at four and four, two teams at three and five,
0: and then one team at. Two and six. And the, is that right? Yeah, and the two and six team was was actually fighting for the lead of the of the division.
1: Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, if and, and I and I I said he was, he went from hero to zero. Oh, DJ, DJ Moore. DJ Moore catches a sixty two yard touchdown pass to tie the game. The Falcons and the Panthers. If the Panthers kick this extra point and win the game, the entire division, every team is three and five.
0: Yeah, and the Panthers are number one in the division. By tiebreak, Three and zero. Yeah.
1: And uh, so, Moore is so excited about the – it was a great catch. I mean, it was a great oh,
0: catch. I, to, I think it was a better throw. Well, yeah. That was a great Yeah, I mean, throw. it, was, it was right. DJ, at, DJ Walker yeah, He dropped it in it. a bucket. He did. and uh, But, you know, it was a good he, catch because DJ, DJ don't score a lot of touchdowns. No, but he pulled his helmet off,
1: jumping in the crowd, just going to town and –
0: probably cost me in my fantasy it's
1: a, too. It's a 15-yard unsportsmanlike penalty for but he, but, but he wasn't
0: on the field. But he wasn't on the field.
1: He had just stepped into the white on the in the end zone, but the the reason for the rule is to prevent right. all that showmanship celebrating and pulling your your, yeah. your helmet off. But Thought
0: it was a weak call personally.
1: Anyway, it, it cost the, it cost his team the game. It shouldn't then, have
0: affected the outcome of the game because kickers, you got one job. Right, well. You got one job. Well, it, it essentially
1: became a 48-yard attempt.
0: That's in the which, NFL. Which in the that NFL, I mean, you, I should should be, still be, you should I, be money under stress. You shouldn't 50. be
1: under stress for yardage at right. 48 well, and yards. Well, then he missed another one in overtime. Yeah, yeah, he missed the field goal. Uh, so the Falcons wind up winning. And, you know, you were mentioning uh, P.J. Walker and – what a beautiful ball that was! Well, Baker's healthy. Baker's sitting on the bench.
0: I mean, you got to ride PJ. So the the Panthers are the Panthers look different with PJ. Yeah,
1: with Wilkes at, at coach. yeah, and
0: with Wilkes at coach and you and getting rid of McCaffrey, spreading the ball around, not relying so much on C Mac and yep. and Deontay Foreman. I told you uh, weeks before he was traded. He's just sitting there. Yeah, get him involved. He's a good running back. He is.
1: Every time he gets an opportunity, he delivers. Yeah, he does. But he just doesn't, for whatever reason, doesn't get many
0: opportunities. I, I mean, I guess maybe he's just not. Maybe he's not a practice Ma- yeah, player. Yeah, might maybe, not be a practice yeah, maybe He doesn't he's look good. Just practice. Not flashy, but yeah, no. PJ. The Panthers are different with PJ. It's like the Dolphins. The Dolphins are different with Tua. Right now, the Panthers are different with PJ. I don't know what it is because he's never been good. Mm-hmm. But right now he's good. You got to ride the hot hand because oh, yeah. you got Darnold coming back. Yep, that might it's come up be. later in the show it's gonna too. Be.
1: <laughs> you keep teasing. <laughs> it's going to be interesting what the uh, what
0: they wind up
1: doing at quarterback here. Of course, I don't think they're they're, they're franchise quarterbacks on the roster right now.
0: No, no, I don't. I, don't, I think I don't they're don't still going to so. be looking they're to get one in the draft next year. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh,
1: but we'll see how the rest of the season plays. The only other thing that I heard going on in the NFL was the Colts uh, fired their offensive coordinator. You
0: know. Oh, yeah. Frank Reich
1: needed a scapegoat. Scapegoat. And, uh, you know, probably.
0: Uh, Somebody fired a DB coach, too.
1: Yes. Uh, it was the Detroit Lions.
0: The Lions, yeah. yeah.
1: And they were there again. Aaron Glenn, you know, he's, he's, the, D, no, he's the D coordinator. Oh, yeah, he, but, yeah. But wasn't he a pretty good cornerback? Yeah, oh, yeah. And you're gonna find a quarterback coach. <laughs> I know, right? That's a little,
0: a little ironic. Yeah, for real. But uh he was also a, a Texas A and M, wasn't he? From Texas A and M, so, yeah, so it might be foreshadowing for for Fisher. Yeah, I don't Jimbo know. Jimbo might be getting <laughs> canned. I'm just kidding. That's yeah, nah, way off the beaten path. Yeah,
1: but you, you you totally got me on that one. I have no idea where <laughs> I Glenn think he played at Texas A and M. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you have that. All right, one. Well, I'm taking that one. i mean, You research that. I'll Google one. that later. But yeah, uh, I'm pretty hey, sure serious, uh, an Aggie. <laughs> yeah, it's that time of year though. You got the teams starting to separate themselves, and then you got teams looking to make a, a scapegoat move and hope the light a spark. But uh, yeah, you know that I I listed three games to watch this weekend. I got two. I got I got the Bills and the Jets at one o'clock. I got that one. Of course I I think the Jets are are not quite what everybody thought they were right. two weekends ago. And yeah. I think the the Bills are probably gonna handle them pretty easily this this weekend. Agree. I got your Vikings against uh, a suddenly resurgent Washington Commanders, you know, yeah with, led by Mr Heineke.
0: Yeah, there's that's another former Panther who, you yep. know, Kinda in the PJ Walker mode. Right. You know, and he's playing good ball right now and, too. And
1: that one's in Washington. So I think that helps yeah. make it you know, if that if that was in Minnesota, I probably wouldn't even listed it. Kirk gets
0: to go back to his old yeah, stomping Kirk, grounds.
1: Yeah, Kirk goes back home. Uh, so I that was my and both both those two games are at one o'clock and then uh, I didn't there really wasn't a four o'clock game that appealed to me. And I think there's only like two or three at the most. But the Sunday night game. Mm. The Titans and the Chiefs. Yeah. Both both teams at five
0: and two. Those are my two games. Yeah. Bills, Jets, and Bills, Titans, yeah. Chiefs. Yeah.
1: But yeah, by far those two are the best. I, I went looking for the best number three game I could find. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a stretch. I mean the Titans have Titans have surprised me. They have. They I, have surprised you know, me, and they're, and they're playing. They
1: recovered from that ass whooping the Giants gave them to yeah. open the year.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're playing with a backup. I don't know if – Yeah, um, Malik Willis. Yeah, no, he didn't do nothing. Uh-huh. I mean, it was Henry show. I mean, still, show. still
1: give the ball to D. Henry. and doesn't well, hurt
0: my feelings. 30-plus yeah, no, carries and, I mean, ride the horse. Might yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, I just, you know, I, I don't want to see him turn into Earl Campbell.
0: Yeah, I know. But I mean, I think it's inevitable because it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard not to give him the ball 25 plus.
1: Well, I mean, he gets better. Because he gets
0: better. Yeah, they showed a stat in the game. From
1: carry, probably 17
0: on. Yeah, his his yards per carry gets better as the game wears. Because, you know, at some point, you know, as a DB free safety, you're a little tired of, there's no Steve right. Atwaters left. That, that might come up later in the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That might come up later. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, let's. Uh, did you have anything else you want to add about the no, NFL? No, that's
0: that's it for the NFL on my All part. Right, let's
1: let's jump into college. Let's do it. We're on and the, uh, coming out tonight. We are. Is the college football playoffs. That's it. So you know, I thought about predicting what the playoff committee was going to do. And I decided I know better than the committee does. So, I was going to stick with my own stick rankings. Stick with your own. Yep.
0: Well, and, we, can, uh, we can verbalize uh, at the end of this segment yeah, if yeah. you want to. Yep.
1: Because I, I think the committee's going to have Georgia at one. And you might still have Georgia at one. But to me, Tennessee has the best resume in football. And they made it even better with that ass whooping they gave Kentucky this past weekend.
0: Yeah. Yeah, again – it was in Tennessee. I think Kentucky's like like uh, the Jets. You know, we kind of thought they were right, all that, right. and they're well, really but, not. It's, it's a the, basketball the thing.
1: Score. But the thing that impressed me about this game was Tennessee's defense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, nice. they
1: put up their 44 points on offense, but they held Kentucky with a future NFL quarterback
0: to six points. Yeah, it was convincing so, for sure.
1: So, yeah, I think the committee's going to have Georgia one and Tennessee two. But I had them just the opposite. I've got Georgia, too. You know, they struggled a little bit with Florida. It wasn't – I mean, it, the, the, you look at the final score, it was a ass-whooping. Right. But,
0: but that, but that yeah, third it, quarter – It was within a touchdown.
1: That third quarter, uh, you know, Florida put up 17 points and made it, made it interesting. So, I, I still like the resume of Tennessee over Georgia. So, I see you had a complete opposite of what I had.
0: Yeah, I'm doing. I'm. I'm. I, I'm do more of an eye test. The eye test means more to me the than resume. a couple of victories, just because during the season it's real easy to get caught up in a in a win over a certain program, because by the end of the year that that, that victory doesn't even look good anymore. Right. Kind of like looking at Clemson's resume. Right. You know, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about well, hey, they got three victories inside the top twenty-five. But now look at Wake right. Forest, look at NC State, look at Syracuse. I mean, we all knew Syracuse wasn't a but right. well, but, top program. But, but there it.
1: again, <coughs> Tennessee's win over Alabama, even by the slimmest of margins and at home, that one still to me is the best win that any of those top teams can claim. So that's the tiebreaker for
0: me. Yeah, I can't argue with you going with UT number one. I mean,. And it's all going to
1: be settled this weekend anyway. Exactly. So, and flip a coin, you know, whoever you want to, to, to say is one this week and say who's two <clears> this week, you know, it's not going to matter because the winner of next weekend's game is going to be number one. Exactly.
0: And they're going to be number one throughout the rest of the season. It's, it's gonna, that's as, long gonna, as, they, as long as they keep, as winning. As they keep winning. That's right. definitely going to trump all. So, I got UGA number one. I got Tennessee two. I got Michigan I three. I got Michigan
1: three. You know, and I got
0: are. Ohio 4. I do too. And I have TCU 5. I actually left Clemson at 5. Uh not me, man. I'm, and in fact, I'm calling an upset this weekend. I think Notre Dame I, 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 I think Notre Dame's going to get them. I've got know. that I've got that as a game to watch because I don't I'm, know how. I, it's at Notre Dame.
1: Yeah. It's at night at Notre Dame, but it will not surprise me if Notre Dame pulls that that out. That might be
0: the how yeah at home so yeah i
1: i agree that that and and i think the the ass whooping at syracuse took this weekend yeah kind of exposed them as
0: to me as it, a fraud yeah, to and, me that was my determining factor was yeah. the syracuse lopsided loss the tcu w's against quality opponents and to me i've watched clemson play multiple times i've watched tcu play multiple times TCU is just a more balanced and potent team. Clemson's all defense. Their offense is not good. Yeah, I mean they had they have no receiver that's going to threaten a, an elite right. defense. I mean, you can pretty much lock them down with one guy. And and Georgia's got the guy. Tennessee's got the guy. Michigan's got the guy. Ohio State's got the guy. TCU and Alabama all have the guy right. to lock down Clemson yeah. man for man. Yeah, no, I,
1: I don't think Clemson can win a playoff game.
0: I don't either. But I got Bama at seven. I went ahead and ranked my top ten.
1: Okay. I, I got Oregon
0: at eight. <clears throat> I got Oregon at eight. Yeah, and that, that's where I stopped was at eight. Uh, but I went Ole Miss nine. Yeah. I still I still believe Ole Miss is a top ten team, and I went UCLA ten over USC because I don't believe in USC and I think UCLA um, UCLA has USC at home in a few weeks and I think UCLA will put USC to bed at that point. So I went with UCLA at my number ten. I did watch UCLA play uh, last week. I mean I mean I, you know how I feel about I West Coast. Say, are, you, are you feeling okay? Well I know I mean, you've been under the weather. I got yeah you know you have no choice but to tune into the West Coast when they got three teams in the top. <laughs> 12, you know, and Oregon's playing really good football. I still don't believe – I mean, if they put Oregon – let's just say hypothetically Oregon wins out and somebody else trips up and you put Oregon into the playoffs, they're going to get beat down. Well,
1: they're gonna, it's going to be just like <laughs> what Georgia did to them to open the year. Yeah, exactly. So
0: that's my top – that's my top five, a top ten. You want to do a prediction on the on the show? I mean, we're, we're like I right said. I, the I,
1: time. I think it's going to be Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, Ohio State, Clemson, TCU. I think I think my my top six, other than flipping Georgia and Tennessee, I think the committee will have Georgia at one. Yeah, and you probably would flip TCU and Clemson, but I think the committee is going to have Clemson over TCU.
0: I think. Uh, that's 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 a tough one.
1: Of course, they they love Alabama too. You, Alabama could get one of those last two spots.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's going to be UGA, UT, Michigan, and Ohio State in the playoffs in the first ranking of the playoffs tonight. You think it's going to be who? I think it's going to be UGA, U, University University Tennessee, Michigan, and the Buckeyes.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I agree with that. That that those are the first four. That, that they're the four playoff teams. And then, you know, they usually do the five and the six. Yeah, I think it's going to. And gonna, I think Clemson's going to be five. And, and I, I think, think TCU or Alabama will be six.
0: I think it's going to be flip-flopped. I think TCU, is yeah. with their resume, is going to win. And I think Clemson's going to be six. Okay. Yeah. We
1: shall see here shortly. We will. All right, I got four games to watch. Yep. I got TCU. I got, they got Texas Tech. I know Texas Tech, they're feisty. they 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 hang around with with uh, other teams, so I got that as a game to well, I want to see can TCU keep that momentum rolling, keep that undefeated streak going, and uh, so I've got them as uh, one one of the games to watch. Then of course Tennessee at Georgia, which is number two versus number one. Of course you got uh, Alabama and LSU.
0: Well, I want to. I'm I'm curious to see how UGA handles Hendon and Hyatt. Oh yeah, you yeah. know I'm, I I know UGA has got a decent back end, but I'm I'm curious to see if if they're going to let Kaylee Ringo lock him down and shut him down or t- attempt to shut him down. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah. I think I think that's the, the keys to me is how UGA handles the loss of Smith, right, and how they're going to handle Hyatt.
1: Well, you know, it, it, Smith was probably going to be the man tasked with containing Hooker.
0: Yeah, spying him, and. and
1: if if he's containing Hooker, then maybe you can have safety help over top. So this is gonna completely change the entire game plan. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting. It, yeah, it's it definitely definitely favors Tennessee that you know that this went on. Yep. So yeah, that's the three thirty game. That's uh, pretty much for for the Eastern. The East yeah, I Division. I
0: don't see why you would fit, you know, tune into another game. Yeah,
1: and then uh, at seven o'clock you got Bama against LSU, uh, and that's you know, the winner of that was, will still be in control of the West, but they still still got work to be done because you still got basically there's three teams still in contention in the West to win. It would be LSU, Alabama, and Ole Miss. Right. Alabama's next two games are against. LSU and Ole Miss. So if Bama wins both those games, Bama takes the East. I mean the West. I'm sorry. Uh, so
0: I mean we're statistically, man, we're just better than LSU on all levels. And and you know
1: it's gonna come down to not, Death Valley, not, make, not making the penalties,
0: not making the not not killing ourselves, and that's home away from home for us. I mean, yeah, we, we usually don't have it. we problem. usually don't struggle at, right. at the real Death Valley. So. You know, we'll see. We'll yep. see. Statistically, though, we're just better yeah. across the board.
1: Yeah, but LSU, LSU has started playing better the last their, few their weeks. Their quarterback's
0: so. a wild card, you know. You know, and we tend to we tend to make quarterbacks look better we, than they we are. We bring out the best in whatever we quarterback do. we're playing. We do. So
1: it, it's I think it's you know it's going to be about. I think I think last I saw, Bama was about a thirteen point favorite. I don't I don't know that they're going to cover that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean I, I could care less whether we cover right. Get out of there with the
1: Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, last uh, game I had listed was when we already mentioned Clemson and Notre Dame because yeah, I, I think we you, you got uh, Clemson on upset alert there.
0: Yeah, I mean you have to consider that a, an upset. I mean I I did look at the statistics, I looked at the matchups, and everything. No, there's not much Notre Dame does good offensively, right? But what they do good. Plays right into Clemson's strength, so we'll see. I mean, I I'm gonna pick the upset in that one just because I, I just have been on Clemson's case the right. whole time. So
1: yep, I could I could easily easily get on board with that. All right, any other games that you?
0: No, nah, I mean no, not really. Okay. Wake Forest, NC State, just local game. But <laughs> yeah, it's I lost, think it's, it's lost it. it's
1: lost a lot of its luster uh, with, I hate with it. Wake with, with Wake not handling Louisville. So, yeah, originally that could have still been, you know, weight could have still been in contention with a little little luck and a little help. But that's, you know, that's not going to happen anymore. All right, well, let's uh, move on to our final topic of the <laughs> evening. And uh, I like to call this rapid fire. Rapid fire. We're going to do a halloween theme edition of rapid fire. So I'm going to give you a couple, two, three scenarios. And I just want you to. Give me what, what your thoughts are. Don't, don't sit there and contemplate it. Just, right. just just give me your thoughts. So my Halloween edition is, which is the scarier slash spookier sports scenario? So I'm going to start off with, with, with an easy one here for you. So it's the last play of the game. <laughs> you either have to stop Derrick Henry coming at you in the open field or you have to line up man on man with Tyreek Hill, and you got no safety help over the top, and you got to you got to make the play to keep your to get your team to victory. Which
0: one's scarier? Is this like me? Yeah, you. I'm the you. I'm the DB. Which one is scarier? Well, let me let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Scarier to me would be manning up one on one with Tyreek Hill. Same. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw
1: myself at D. Henry's ankles and
0: try I to mean, get him to the ground. Back in the day, I liked to consider myself a pretty good hitter. Right. You know, and pretty good one-on-one situations and not afraid to put my helmet right. on something. So, I mean, I'm not going to kid you. I'd probably shit my pants. <laughs> I would probably poop my britches with yeah. Derrick Henry coming at me because more than likely he's going to stiff arm me into the dirt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, or throw me a good five or ten yards. Yeah, like Josh Norman. <laughs> couple of years ago. Right. But yeah. I, I would I would I would take D Henry because that cheat of speed. Whew. I mean, it doesn't matter what Dutch shows up. He ain't co- he ain't covering Tyreek. Hill. Uh, <laughs> There's just no way. Yeah. I'd have to tackle him at the last. <laughs> scrimmage <screen.
1: laughs> and just hold him yeah, to the I'd, ground. I'd
0: have to I mean, I don't even know if I could catch him enough to pass interfere him and yeah. and run him out of bounds because he's probably stronger than me anyway. Yeah.
1: Either way, both of those would be spooky if you were lined up in that situation. <laughs> right. All right, you want to
0: give me one? You want me to go through some more of mine? No, I'll give you one. We'll right. go one on we'll go back and forth. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go let me I'm gonna call mine trick or treat. Okay, trick or treat. So am I supposed to say trick. whether I think it's a trick or whether I think it's a treat? Yeah. Okay. Trick trick is you know, obviously you don't really like it and treat is good. You okay. Know? Okay. All right. Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield as your franchise quarterback. Now, I think they're both tricks. <laughs> I wouldn't want you either have, one of them. You have to pick one. Which one's the trick and which one's the treat?
1: Yeah, Between those two, I'm going to say the trick is Darnold and the and the treat is Mayfield. But it, I'm thinking that Mayfield treat has got like a razor blade in, inside the candy bar. <laughs> better have
0: your mom and dad check <laughs> That's it. That's right.
1: We got to run this thing <laughs> through the x-ray machine first because, woo. I'd be out of a job if I had to depend on one of them guys to be my franchise uh, quarterback. Wh-
0: who would you be, Matt Rule? Apparently, do you would be the Halloween Matt Rule, or you wear Matt Rule? <laughs> yeah,
1: or the guy at uh, Cleveland. You know, everywhere Baker goes, he gets the head coach fired. That's right. So yeah, no. Yeah. Mm. Okay, which one of these is the scarier proposition? Ronda Rousey armbar, or punched by Mike Tyson? Both of them going to hurt. <laughs> Arm bar, man. Arm bars, man.
0: Armbars. I think I would I think I would take Ronda Rousey just so I could kind of roll around on roll the mat with her. On the mat with her a little bit cuz you know Mike Tyson You going you going you, go, you go, Mike Tyson scares me. He's scary. I mean, I don't I don't want to get my lights punched out. <laughs>
1: You don't want to be a vegetable, re- you can you could deal with with your arm hanging
0: down to your ankles. <laughs> that's scary though to think of your. Uh, that's why I don't even watch MMA is because of arm bars. Yeah. you know I can't. And she had she had a nasty one. I'm surprised
1: she didn't. I, I think usually the women she was fighting, I mean they would tap like in a second or didn't. two. No, no, I'm just saying this. This is the scenario I was oh, giving you. Oh yeah, no, because I'm kind of torn. Really? Uh, no, nah, I, I would take I mean, Rousey
0: in a minute, man. Some about being in the ring with Mike Tyson, man. That <laughs> that hook of his. Oh yeah. It was it was out of nowhere. It's like it was so fast, and it, it, when it landed, it was just so oh, one, one and done. One and yeah, done. Yeah. So now nah, I, I would take Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. All right. Trick or treat, man. All right. UGA, you're Alabama. Okay. UGA or Tennessee in the SEC Championship. Who you want?
1: I want uh Tennessee. Because I want I want revenge. I want a rematch. I feel like we didn't uh, we didn't play our, our best game. We I think it was a definite home field advantage for Tennessee. That place, I was there, it was loud. And uh, I would I would like to Avenge that loss, so that would be my treat. Would be to get Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Really, my treat would be getting to the SEC championship. Yeah, I mean, I, I know <laughs> there were some
0: assumptions being made, right, and I didn't right. I didn't really come up with this because I don't to make the assumption I, that we're cakewalking to I, it. I don't. I actually
1: think we match up better against Georgia. So really, the treat for Alabama would be to get Georgia because I think that's the easier matchup for Alabama. But to me personally. My treat would be to get to avenge that loss, so I, got you. I would go with Tennessee in, in that scenario.
0: <laughs>
1: Oof. All right, that now, one hit me good there. Which 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 one of these is, is is the spookier proposition? They're coming down court at you, okay, and, and you're about to get your ankles broke. You about to get crossed over?
0: Uh-oh. By Steph Curry or the Professor? Oh, man, I'm d up Steph Curry all day long, man. <laughs> I don't want no part of the professor. I don't want him to throw it through my legs. and <laughs> I'd rather stumble
1: a little. I'm with you. I'd rather stumble a little with, with Steph Curry. Yeah. Because uh, he's done it
0: to so many people anyway.
1: But to be clowned <laughs> and embarrassed and humiliated
0: right. and, and you by know, the professor. And I'm taller than the professor, so that wouldn't be as embarrassing to right you know Steph Curry you know if he, you know you know good well he's going to knock down the shot
1: oh yeah yeah he's going to step back and drain a three yeah
0: there's no way you know but I'm definitely I'm definitely not wanting any part of the professor <laughs> cuz he'll just clown you to death and maybe break an ankle and, and for some of our listeners that might not
1: know who the professor <laughs> is Google the hand one mixtapes, or even actually he has his own. Yeah, he's got uh, just, channel. Just
0: go to YouTube and and put type in the professor, professor and, and
1: can, uh, you want to talk about some ball handling skills. It's it's fun, fun to watch.
0: watch. Yeah, and especially when he goes out to L.A. and, and plays just goes out to on, a random park. And, yeah,
1: yeah. So he, he, I thought that'd be a fun one. I, I I tried to you know mix up the sports, so I I gave you a football one, a fighting one, a basketball one. I got yeah, a baseball did, one
0: coming up. I did some different. My mind are a little bit different, so I got one for you. Okay. All right. This one. This one really doesn't match well with trick or treat, but mm-hmm. trick or treat. Coach Saban finishing out his contract, or bringing in that coach in waiting prior to the end of his contract. Ooh what do you prefer hmm
1: that's a good that is a good one that's that's a that's a, that's a tough one I, I think you know because his contracts going to take him to what 79 80 79 79 I think I think he
0: he'll eight more years right
1: yeah and he just turned 71 yesterday mm-hmm. so um I think I like that that second scenario with him bringing in and and being kind of a mentor on the side to help make that transition go smoother. So, you know, because a lot of times coaches don't want to follow legends. Sure. They want to be the second coach. You know, they want somebody else to come in, screw it up, and then they come in and then they're another savior. Right. But if you can do it, and I don't know if, I remember, remember a scenario when it was done that way,
0: no. I mean, I come up with this because I kind of, I kind of think we need to consider this for 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 recruiting purposes right. because towards the end, it's going to be used against us oh, yeah. on the oh, recruiting yeah. trail. I'm yeah, those piggy- last couple of years. I'm going to piggyback on this okay. with another question. Okay. Lane Kiffin or Dabo Sweeney? I want Lane. You want Lane I over want Dabo? Lane. Yeah, I agree. I want Lane. I want I, Lane too. We talked earlier. I yeah. told you that that might come up later in the show, right. and this is why. I, yeah, I agree. I want. I think Lane Kiffin's more innovative. Yep. I think he's dynamic on the recruiting trail. Yeah, I, armed and, with an Alabama jersey.
1: And, and I think if it's gonna be, you know, I mentioned a second ago, it, the second coach is usually the one that can be successful. That follows the goat. <coughs> Lane Kiffin could be successful directly following, say, right? Because he's got the swagger, he's got the personality, he's got the the ego. He, I think Lane could follow coach and us not drop. You know, right. we might drop and, off a little bit. But. And
0: it's still an upgrade for Lane. Yeah, even oh, yeah. to come in as the coach and waiting prior to Dabo oh, yeah. has built his own legacy right. at Clemson. I mean, he is revered. He's loved. Yeah, I just and I know Dabo eventually would like to see himself at Alabama, and I would be happy if Dabo comes to Bama. Don't right. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he, he
1: would be my second choice. I
0: kind of, I kind of see Dabo staying. Yeah, at Clemson because he's built such a legacy right. there.
1: Yeah, and I mean. He's got the easiest path to the college football playoffs. Yeah, exactly.
0: So through not Clemson but the ACC. That's what I mean. Yeah. I know, I know, but I was gonna say it.
1: All right. So we we talked about today's the World Series. You being you being a former baseball guy. All right, you need a base hit.
0: I'm hitting off of it's, anybody. It's I don't a, care
1: who it is. It's the it's the bottom of the ninth. Base is loaded. You need a base hit. Who 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 you wanna face? Randy Johnson, Nolan Ryan, or Roger Clemens?
0: Oof. I almost came up with this scenario for you. It was going to be a little twist. Randy Johnson or Greg Maddox?
1: Well, see, I almost went that route too. Uh, You know, the the power fastball versus the tricky. Uh, But then I decided, nah, I'm just going to bring three intimidating pitchers. Because, you know, like like I said, my category is kind of the spookier. So, which – which one of those, not necessarily, <coughs> would you want hit I know off? Who of. I want Who's to hit the off? The least
0: spookiest. The least spookiest. I'm, I'm gonna get to first. I, I it's not Randy Johnson. I don't want any part of a six foot ten <laughs> guy sticking his front foot into my mouth right. before he throws the ball. Right. I mean, you're talking and just literally. It to the catcher. Yeah, literally less than a second. Yeah. To pick the pitch, pick the location, swing right. the back. Right. Right. It's down to Nolan Ryan and Clemens, and I'm gonna go I'm to me gonna, they're both similar in I'm, style. Kind of just I'm gonna that. go I'm gonna go with to me it would be spookier. It'd definitely be spookier with Randy Johnson because right. you don't know if it's gonna be in your ear or not either. <laughs> right. Number two spookier for me would be Roger Clemens because he moved the ball so well. Yeah. He I also would, would, would wouldn't hesitate to throw it at your head. Yeah, I, I would hole. definitely hit off of Nolan Ryan because it was just straight hard cheese yeah. man and you knew you knew you were either getting the straight hard fastball or that beautiful curveball yeah so i mean i would i okay. would pick nolan ryan so you got you got randy as the as the scariest then then roger's spooky and then nolan would be your no would be my treat yeah okay. cool and I, getting to hit off of nolan I, I, I mean <laughs> i saw a video of him last night really First pitch at age 64. Yeah. He still could still smoke gas, it. Yeah. man. Right down the middle? No, he actually threw a ball. Oh, okay. It was outside by a couple of inches, but, man, it was still gas. And his windup was still beautiful. Of course, he also
1: missed a no-hitter. So, I mean, you yeah. got to get a hit in the World Series, and you, you're,
0: you're picking the guy with the most no-hitters. All right. You got another one? Yeah, I got one. I got probably my last one. Um, Nick Chubb or Derrick Henry?
1: What's the uh,
0: who's the, the, who's the better better running back? You yeah, yeah, who's the trick and who's the treat? Who are you building your team around?
1: Well, this season, you know, everybody's on on the Chubb bandwagon. Of course, I I'd take Saquon over both of them, but that's me personally. <laughs> and you didn't give me that option, so I got to go between the King and <laughs> Chubb. <coughs> Well, I guess I'll just be a homer on this one. I'm going I'm to treat with the king and trick with Chubb because I've seen both of them play. I've seen Derrick Henry carry us to a national championship, Yeah, get a Heisman Trophy. He's the most feared running back in the NFL. You know, The Titans are a one-dimensional team, and people still can't, can't stop, stop them. them. Chub, can slow him down yeah Chub. Chub's a little bit shiftier you know he's not that straight ahead but uh now nah, give me give me the king give me the king all right one last one for you I gotta gotta do hockey so which <clears throat> which is which is scarier getting body checked by Zedano Charo <laughs> Chara or you're in gold facing his 108
0: 0.8 mile an hour slap shot mm, yeah de- definitely getting get, being in goal facing that that, that slap, slap shot would be spookier no matter how you slice it catching that puck blocking that puck yep. it hurts oh yeah and I mean I only played at the rec level <laughs> right with a with a lighter puck yeah and I played in goal a few times just as just to try it yep and we played some guys that were, you know, collegiate players, so they were good. Mm-hmm. But, man, I can't imagine catching with that limited padding. A solid piece you, of frozen if you rubber. miss, if you miss the netting of your glove, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't imagine, you know, catching it on the face. Yeah. Even though you have a helmet. I mean, that's still a, almost a concussion. Yeah. Yeah, I that's, agree with you. I that's brutal. Check,
1: check me into the boards or knock me off my skates, but I am not standing in front of a hundred, yeah, basically a hundred nine mile per hour slap shot. Yeah, that's crazy. No, thank you.
0: That puck is so heavy, man. You got any more? That was that was my last one. Um, no. I mean, what do you think? Snickers, Butterfinger, or M and M's? What's <laughs> rank rank those in order?
1: Rank them. I'm gonna go. We'll go M and M's first. Then I'm gonna go. Do you like them all? I like them all. I'm okay. probably gonna go Snickers second, and then Butterfinger. third, only because Butterfingers get stuck in my teeth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm the opposite. I go Butterfinger, M&Ms, and Snickers last. I don't like the Snickers. I, I, you know, I I, I just, think that's the most overrated Halloween I, yeah, I candy. Yeah, I've
1: actually just come around to Snickers. I rather, I like a Milky Way better than a Snicker.
0: Do you? Yeah, but uh, and I the, and I what's love the a Butterfinger. Most overrated candy. Halloween candy.
1: Most overrated Halloween candy. Them okay. little black and orange wrapped <laughs> peanut, oh, peanut butter, butter ones. Now, I'll tell you the one. That's I, old school, though. Yeah. Now, the one I don't like is a, he's either a Mounds or an Almond Joy. Yeah, I don't. I used like... to trade all those to my sister. Yeah, I traded those, too. Now, give me some Milk Duds. Sugar dad, some, just sugar babies. Sugar babies. Yeah. Of course I can't eat any of that now. <laughs> no, those are dangerous for uh, Now milk duds.
0: Milk duds I they're softer, but them I don't like any peppermint patty or nothing. But you know what I think today's most overrated Halloween thing is, is them damn bags of pretzels. Oh yeah. Nobody yeah, yeah. wants a bag of pretzels. do buy these kids a bag of not, pretzels. Yeah, that's, that's for
1: airplane. That's a snack on an airplane.
0: I mean, my grandchild got tons of bags of pretzels. I'm like
1: well, you know, there's a lot of people. and I know me and you love them, but a lot of people can't stand candy corn. Oh man, I love candy. But, yeah, candy. Eat, like I said, I, I knew that me and I'd you eat a whole would just sit there with one. a handful. We should have had a bowl. right here. <laughs> Yeah, well, we could have, but uh, it's empty. <laughs> yeah, you already, you already killed it. <laughs> Sweet. So, all right. Well, let's. Uh, we got a couple of yeah. bourbons to try over there, off the wall, off the beaten path bourbons that we're gonna. Throw it yeah. out there and see what it tastes like. So let's, uh, let's head over to the bar, taste that, and then we'll mm, rate, rate that shit. shit. See you at the bar. Four,
0: three, two, are you ready? Welcome to Colby's Bar, and it's time for Rate
1: That Shit. Yeah, we've got two brand new bourbons tonight. We've never tried either one of them. We've got a, a local North, not really local, but a North Carolina bourbon. And then we got one from Savannah, Georgia. So we're going to try these tonight. See who's got bragging rights: North Carolina versus Georgia, and uh, we'll rate that shit. We'll
0: rate it. Now, you want to tell them how we like to rate our shit? Yeah, yeah. So, so for us, you know, we like to taste our bourbon and rate it on a scale of one to four. One is uh, the lowest level for us. We like to we like to brown bag that we don't brown bag a lot because we like bourbon in that's general right, that's right we usually don't we <laughs> buy the the shit that needs to be brown bagged yeah exactly uh number two for us you know it's probably uh probably a decent stock bourbon something that you might want to keep on your shelf at all times but you like to put a mixer in it whether you like to splash some, some coke, coke or ginger ale or whatever you like to mix number three the bourbon's getting a little bit better it might be higher in proof Uh, You might want to drop a rock in there. We call that on the rocks. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, the tried and true, and how we prefer at BB&B to drink our bourbon neat. Neat. Yep, and that's how we rate.
1: Typically, we don't mess around with many ones or twos. I mean, we'll we'll rate them for the show, but then they're going to sit and collect dust on the shelves. We really like the threes and fours because we like to really, really like to drink it neat. But yeah. We have been known to throw throw a rock in there a time or two, but uh, exactly. All right, well, let's just talk about what we've got here tonight. So, this first one is a frying pan Shoals bourbon, and it's from the Cape Fear Distillery in Elizabethton, uh, North Carolina. It's gonna run you about forty bucks. It's ninety-four proof. It's a corn, barley, and rye mash, and it's aged for two years. So it's you know, it,
0: it, it's an entry. You're not really selling that hard, are
1: you? Yeah, <laughs> aged for two years. Yeah, and I, I really <laughs> couldn't find
0: what the tasting notes are
1: supposed to be or what uh, the well, I'm,
0: what the aroma's supposed to be. A little heavy in the rye, so you, know, yeah. you can only imagine.
1: Yeah, and, and it told me what the mash bill was, but it didn't tell me the percentages. So I'm not sure exactly. Got
0: some leg to it, though, you know, for a two-year-old bourbon. I'm not expecting a lot from just on the color. Definitely, definitely getting, definitely getting some rye on the nose. Yeah. Yeah, definitely strong rye on the nose. Yeah, definitely rye up front. Got a little hug to it. Not impressed. (laughs) Not impressed on your first taste. I'm not impressed.
1: It's Sweet. just nothing. There's not a lot to it. it.
0: No, it's not a lot of not a lot of coating of my tongue or my mouth. No, it it's, it doesn't
1: hit you with this flavor and then follow up with another flavor. I don't even. I'm I'm at a loss really to mm. to describe it.
0: No complexity to it is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, it's just it just got that one flat taste. And like I said, I, I can't even.
0: You know what it almost tastes like to me is like a honey cough drop. I need some of them right now. I'm out. Well no, I actually have one left, but um
1: I don't hate it.
0: <laughs> so I'm, I'm not gonna
1: give it a one. I'm not gonna brown bag it, although yeah, I had you know, I had the bag ready just in case. But <clears throat> but I can't go I can't <laughs> go above a two. There's just not enough there. Yeah, it was. You know, the color. The color was a little. The color is a honey color, you know. It's not that pretty amber.
0: It's just a, it's a two for me. Just a two. You're not that impressed. Well, you know, I, I, I tend to like rise a little bit more than you do. Um, I, you know, this one, this one, you could actually taste the mash. The mash I could taste real heavy. You remember on our, bourbon tours when they allowed us to taste the mash, right? Yeah. That was the predominant flavor to me. Was like like almost just the mash because yeah. I mean we're only talking about a two year right. aged bourbon and, and the color certainly you know shows us <laughs> yeah, that. yeah definitely that it definitely shows you to. that it
1: hasn't hadn't spent a lot of time in the
0: barrel. This one would be interesting to me. So I, I'm going to agree with you on this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a two. I, I'm definitely not going to go with a one because I actually did enjoy the flavor. Right. This one I I could almost see. You putting this one in one of your own barrels and aging this one a, a little good idea. bit longer. That's a good idea. I think. I think personally, I think this would be a really good bourbon if you aged it a little bit longer in your own barrel.
1: I'm down with that. Yeah, that that, that, that is a good idea. That is a good idea.
0: So, a, so a consensus too. A consensus too. Yep. And you said it was forty. Yes, yeah, forty bucks. So frying was... pan Shoals bourbon. Mm-hmm. Forty bucks. I mean. It's an interesting bottle. It's got the fishing hook on there. Yeah, got a fishing hook. Got a little rope, you know, fishing line. Got a nice cork, right, to it. The bottle. I mean, looks it, look, kinda it like looks. a Cooper's. Yeah, it looks good sitting
1: on the shelf, but uh, just not a lot of complexity to it. Not yeah. a lot of different flavors to it. Uh, now, if
0: you're, if you're, like I said, I didn't pay Forty dollars at the ABC store. I, there's a tremendous amount. Yeah, I'm probably going. I'm probably going to get a Woodford,
1: a bottle of Woodford, before I get that, just because. Yeah, it gives you a little bit more taste to it uh but like i said i don't hate it and uh i, I think you i think you're on to something with you know aging it uh in a barrel or you know yeah, making i think we should make it a manhattan or an old-fashioned yeah, age it.
0: this one in a barrel and mm-hmm. then make some old fashions out yep. of that one yeah that's that actually was a it's got a good start. I mean, I just want to call it like a starter bourbon, right, you know, right. cuz two years. I,
1: yeah, it's it's a baby. And it's a baby bourbon. <laughs> All right, well, I'm looking forward to this one. And uh, this one came highly recommended. You you actually it, it's a Savannah <laughs> bourbon and you
0: actually got it in Savannah, right? Got it in Savannah on a on a recommendation from the shop owner. Right. Um yeah, that's a pricey one there. It was pricey. That's I mean, a, $80 with yeah, with a, tax, yeah. but
1: Seventy-seven dollars before tax. Now it's a uh, it's called Fiddler Georgia Heartwood, and uh, I found it interesting when I was reading on their website. the The owner of this distillery and the distillery is um, is, is Fiddler said that uh, the reason he came up with that name was because he liked to fiddle around with this and fiddle around with that. <laughs> so that's where Fiddler came from okay. uh, because he likes to like this one here. He's got charred oak staves that are hand charred that he adds to the barrel the, the last few months of the aging process. Now they didn't tell me how long it was aged, but
0: given that color, I'd say it's, yeah, it's at least four color. years. It's a pretty color. Yeah, it's that's... a standard looking bottle, kind of like a wine bottle. I mean, nothing, nothing fancy to it, but nice, nice, nice looking label. And,
1: and this is cask strength. Yep. So this one is 116.4 proof.
0: Whoa, that's yeah.
1: right. now it's, uh, th- Now, they did list the mash on this one. And it's 51% corn, 45% wheat, and 4% malted barley. Mm. And it's supposed to give you a salted caramel, maple, orange, and a sandalwood,
0: which to me, I sandalwood. guess that'd be more like the oak. I was uh, saying, you know. what the hell is sandalwood? Yeah, I wasn't quite sure
1: but that, that was the I word they used. Sandalwood
0: would even taste like that. Well, that
1: was the word they used, so I wanted to include nice legs. Nice, thick legs.
0: Well, I like thick legs. You like <laughs> thick legs? I like thick legs. That, that is a good-looking bourbon. The mash bill sounds really, really good. It's, this is a good. this is a highly decorated uh, craft bourbon, right. too. Right. Good color. Um, Ooh, That does have a maple smell to it. It's good smell. Really sweet. Yeah. I can smell the oaky. Yeah, I got it a little. I sandalwood. got a little. I can it, it, smell the sandalwood what? in this. <laughs> I <laughs> can smell the He's oak. full of shit. I can smell oh, the Oh, he
1: is full of shit, but I do got to give him props because be, between the time we left the poker table and came to the bar, we looked up where Aaron Glenn went to college. And in fact,
0: Texas, Texas A&M. A&M. So I was right. <laughs> Thank you for that.
1: But, uh, you know, actually, you know, I, I'm getting... The, the caramel and the maple and the, and the oak. With the aroma, anyway. I haven't tasted it yet. You,
0: you just jumped right in there. Man, it smells so good. Ooh.
1: So that's what sandalwood tastes like. What's that mean? Another or are you disappointed? That
0: is a high class bourbon that's a high quality
1: h2o <coughs> you giving that one a neat
0: that it's got so much flavor there is a lot of different got a beautiful hug that 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 is by far one of the better bourbons i've had in a while i mean it's just a it's I mean, there's the complexity of that flavor profile. It is, is just, definitely
1: a complex. There is so much flavor. A lot, of, a lot of things going on in there. The yeah. only thing that might knock it down for, from a four for me is, is the sandalwood. <laughs> <laughs> the sandalwood. I'm just not a fan of sandalwood, to be honest with you. No, but it does have a, a little bit of an oaky taste, uh, which I'm sure, you know, being finished with with charred oak staves, you're gonna get that. And
0: I don't like a strong oak flavor up front, man. It was just so oh yeah, sweet up front it was yes, it was it was mapley and sweet. I had some uh, I had some fruitiness to it, but you're right on the back end. Yeah, that it, it finishes with that. It finishes with that that higher proof, right? With them staves, with the oakiness, the charring, but right. I am really impressed by the, the complexity. Yeah, of it, that it's bourbon.
1: definitely a, a high-quality bourbon. It's definitely worth the money. <laughs> I see why they charge what they do for it because it is definitely a complex bourbon. My personal taste would be not quite a four. I will concede to you.
0: And, 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 I'm giving it a four. I'm not going to second guess. We'll list it as a four. I'm gonna. Oh, I spilled some. I'm gonna lick your bar. <laughs> I'm gonna give that a four, and I am gonna lick that bar. I'm not gonna alcohol abuse. I mean that is, I mean if you ever find yourself in Savannah and you want something different, something that not everybody's gonna have on their bourbon bar or their selections, I recommend the Fiddler. Oh, I stand
1: corrected. It's finished and bottled by ASW Distillery yeah, in
0: Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, and that Fiddler Georgia Heartwood—that's good stuff, man. It is good. It is good stuff.
1: Yeah, I, 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 see, what confused me was they were also pushing that Savannah Bourbon, and I and I thought that's what you had got. But I think Brian bought a bottle of Savannah.
0: Yeah, we we bought a lot of bourbon that weekend. yeah, did. this
1: is I, I apologize. This is ASW Distillery in Atlanta, Georgia. It's good, but that doesn't change the flavor.
0: <laughs> no, it's still
1: it's still good <laughs> where, wherever it was bottled. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. That's that's good stuff. Weeded and repeated. Weeded and repeated. <laughs> that is good stuff. That I like good. that. That is good. That's going home with me just so you Well know. since it's going home with you. Hit you another one. Let me get another. Hit you a big one. Let me. Don't be bashful. Okay, that's a little bashful. You
1: want you wanna toast with this or you gonna to toast with your your No I'm gonna toast Forrester. with this old
0: Forester okay. just because you know that's going home with you. Yeah, that one's going <laughs> home with me. That's going on my shelf. I recommend and everybody's gonna be in Savannah at some point. Right. I and mean, you gotta go to Savannah. Well, you know, you might be able to find it in other places. Yeah, you could, you could. That was the only place we
1: saw, and it was actually the single barrel pick for Dizzy Dean's.
0: Dizzy Dean's, that's where we were. Were we in that store, Dizzy Dean's? Yep, but actually, Dizzy Dean's was in, um... That was in Tybee Island. That was in Tybee.
1: That was the one across the street. Yeah, so if you
0: find yourself in Tybee Island, there's a liquor store there
1: called Dizzy Dean's. Yeah, nice selection. Beautiful selection. Yeah, you, wouldn't, all yeah, you, would, yeah, you yeah. wouldn't think from the outside looking in, you would have been like,
0: that's where I got the C-Dub, the Charles Woodson bourbon, which incidentally yeah. wasn't good. But With the still, C-Dub. You know. <laughs> well, I don't know about brown bag, just because it's Charles Woodson. You brown can't bag. brown bag Charles Woodson. but Brown bag bourbon. But if you go to Tybee Island, pick you up the Fiddler, Georgia Hartwood. Beautiful,
1: I think. All right, well. That wraps up episode 15. Another another fun time. Another good episode. Good convo, man. A lot of, lot of discussion. I tell you what, we, we keep trying to shorten these podcasts, but there's just so
0: much to talk about that it's hard. Yeah, I mean, they're long. You would be in your car, you on a road trip, just put us in. listen Start to it us. on Wednesday, finish it on Thursday <laughs> or Friday. <laughs>
1: it's not that long. But or, it's or like gonna... he
0: says, fast forward to the end. Yeah, check out the, just the bourbon part if that's what you like. I mean, you can always fast-forward to the college football section if you don't want to hear about baseball right. or NFL. Yep. You can check us out on all our socials. We have all the socials, Instagram, YouTube. TikTok. TikTok. Apple, Spotify. Got email, bourbonbuzzandballingpr at gmail.com. Yep. Send us some email. Send us some feedback. Give us some bourbon selections. We're all open ears for that, you know. We're we're down for trying whatever bourbons you might try, you might want us to try and, and rate it. That's right. Let us spend your. We'll we'll we'll, we'll spend the money. I
1: thought you, you weren't into alcohol abuse. Now you're throwing shit everywhere. Well, I'm. I've had a little
0: bit of. <laughs> I've had a little bit of bourbon. Matthew. I told you at the beginning of this podcast, we well, get a little tipsy. That's right. Hopefully, this we're is, not loose lipped. Hopefully, you Auburn tonight, fans don't tonight. get. Tonight's don't episode too is too bourbon's up. done is buzzed and balling. <laughs> Hopefully the Auburn fans don't get too upset with my take early. Tune in for that one if uh, you're it, an Auburn fan because I really don't care. It's all you deserve. it. It's all in fun. It is all in fun. We
1: we, we love we love every 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 fan
0: base. Peaceful. <laughs> sure. We don't. We don't. Behind closed no, doors. No, no. But I do believe that everybody should pull for who they want to pull for. <laughs> oh I, well, yeah, absolutely. But that don't make you right. Well, I mean, that makes you that makes you in the crosshairs for some. I better wrap this
1: episode up before he says something <laughs> I can't I can't apologize for. So <laughs> So we haven't even talked about what we're going to talk about next week, so we'll just make it up as we, as it goes along and uh, tune in next week. I promise you it's going to be worth listening to. <laughs> well, you know we're going to we're going to toast a couple people. Toast. Gonna... You know we're going we're going
0: Tell somebody We're, they're a piece of shit scumbag. Somebody's a scumbag, and we we don't know who that is now.
1: But nah. I promise you, oh, that, show they're, their... Gonna, they're gonna show their they're going to show their face. <laughs> they'll show sometime
0: up. between now and next week. They will pop up. We got some th- hot topics that we'll talk about. Whether it's well, baseball, we you know, they have, sweet.
1: we'll we'll will we'll know the results not of the sweet, World Series. series. Hope, well, maybe not, but we'll, we'll know where the World Series is at. We'll know what the college football poll is. So, yeah, we'll. We got plenty to talk about. We got plenty to talk about. And we we always can talk. (laughs) We we can do some talking. So, we'll we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs)